Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Super duper week on a Wednesday. And if you're there for entertainment, and we're going to get to uh, some of that. You don't want to miss this. We call it appointment listening. So uh, top of the 2 o'clock hour, David Schwab is going to join us. And, man, we're going to break some things down. It's going to get funny. The football side of it is for entertainment value for everybody but the 106 guys that are playing for a bump in winning. There's a difference. Not only is the ring important, but there's a slice of pie called a cash that's different for the winner and the loser. The Pro Bowl game that we just saw last week, or excuse me, Pro Bowl activities, there was a $42,000 difference in the winner and the loser. Now, some of you thinking, oh, 42000 for those guys. All it meant was all the stuff that the ladies in their lives were buying well, they was out there, now it's paid for. And if you didn't get that, it was still spent. Now you go in the hole a little bit. And a man who knows what I'm talking about, who's been there, especially as a player, two-time world champion, Clarence Vaughn joins us now. And Clarence, do you remember the payout for winning the Super Bowls that you won as opposed to losing them? Well, I can't, I can't remember exact numbers, but I'll say um, I made off like a bandit because that was my rookie year. And my base was really low, but I ended up making almost, you know, almost $60,000 more off of, right. just, off of just that. Cause my, my check was incentives. But one of those playoff games, you know, being a rookie, looking back then, I didn't understand it to get it. But now it's like, wow, you know, that if that doesn't motivate you also, um, I don't know what does because when you lose, like that, it's like you lost money too, so it hurts even worse. Yeah, we, you know, Ricky Irvin, we had Ricky on yesterday, and there's something about I hate y'all that win in their first year because <laughs> you never have to go through, oh, my God, I might play and never get to one or never get a chance to win a ring. And But you also had to yeah. deal with what Rick had to deal with, and that is that thirst of trying to get back to something that you know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> 
You want to get back there. You want to get back. You know how to get back there. You know what it takes to get there. And um, that's what makes you work even much harder. I mean, I hated losing. You know, that, you know, we never lost more than three games or something like that. But it just, you just losing wasn't really, was unacceptable. You know, and I'm not trying to brag or say anything like that. I'm just saying, yeah. once you get a taste for it, it's just, you, well, you no, got to have it. That's yeah, what you're you there for. With great, <laughs> you played with a great designer. And uh, yes. Richie Pettibone, to me, um, I just think guys that well, desi- great. the designers, and in this game, defensively, it appears to me, correct me, you're the expert, Philadelphia has a whip because they've got layers of pressure. And the game is to get to the quarterback, <laughs> which your teams, your championship teams, had as well. Break down, take the Eagles first. Defensively, what do you like about them? Which, what do you not like about them? <clears throat> Give our listeners, because we're trying to help up our listeners so you know so they can win money on right. Sunday. Okay. I, I like I like um, the Eagles' odds, period. But their defense – their offense was was impressive, but they what they went out and did is they fixed that defense in the middle of the season. They fixed that D line because at first they was looking like crap. You know, that defense was like that they were undefeated. They undefeated until yeah. the until the, the Commanders beat them. True, I give them credit though. Okay. You know, but the performance was like looking for a disaster down the road. Mm-hmm. And see, that's what scares me too about you know the Commanders. We're we're capable of beating anybody, right? And that's, you know, we're going to get – that's why we're so close to a great victory. And I'm, I'm so excited about what's going to happen in the future with the commanders and the, the coaching staff and what they're doing. But the Eagles, that they, – they, they scare me. I mean, now they have a good defense, but they're playing against the number one offense. And they're, they're physical. So the, Mahone got to – you know, his foot's going to be better. Trust me, you know, you get that much time off by injury two or three weeks, he's going to bounce back. So he's going to be good. So my thing is with the Eagles defense, I like their physicality. I like how tough they are. You know, they're from the NFC East, man, and they just – we play defense a little bit more physical. So so you saying the AFC uh, is I, I soft? <laughs> they got a little bit better because they started grabbing some of our players. Yeah, they, they, they were soft when I played, super soft. Kansas City defense has gotten better. And they carry they 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 stepping up recently, um, but they're not as they're not no killers. They're not you know they're not gonna. Eminem, what do you think about Vaughn, man? You don't see you nodding your head over there because he just made this sound like put all your money on the Eagles. That's what he just made it sound like. <laughs> hey, if I had, I don't know, man. I I, I I like the Eagles. I said it's gonna win the Super Bowl long time beginning of the year. When I saw that offense, how they executed, and I saw them go fix that defense because defense is giving us stuff, but then they got a nasty defense. Their defense is nastier than Kansas City's defense. I'll put it like that. And what I mean by that is that, you know, once you get hit a certain way, or if you got pressure, you can get to a quarterback. I don't care who you are, Montana, whoever these great guys are, Brady, he gets hit, he ain't he no good, is he? But the guy he's like, you, uh, you reference, he's better than the people you just mentioned. Because he's got mobility, his ankle is is healed, so it's not going to be an ankle problem on Sunday. And no. you're talking about Houdini. No. Yes, exactly. He's going to be good, buddy, and it's going to be a good challenge. It's going to be something to see, but he still hasn't got his lights out. You know what I mean? These guys, he's he's been avoiding those things. He looks he looks good. <clears throat> he's um his moves and stuff. I watch him. He's very talented. 
and he's cocky too a little bit, right? He's super cocky. He know, and he's good. Don't get me wrong. But what do you remember about your preparation once you landed to the city? Because I, I was trying to tell Mikey, what you get done while you're there, you put all you had already installed all your packages before you left. Yeah. Now you got to maintain yeah. it in the midst of your family just arrived. You've got all this excitement. You've got media row. You've got all these, quote, distractions. How did you and your teammates maintain a business-like procedure to have been able to get through it? We still, when we went there, you got to remember, they, <clears throat> Joe had just had an issue where they lost, I think, to the Raiders or something like that. Yep. And he, 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 accredited, he credited to guys hanging out and partying. So when we went down there, yeah, it was some almost of our defensive like, players did not have the discipline they should have had. Yeah, yeah and, right. and some of them are listening Spoken right like now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smoking like a true offensive guy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we can't do that. So we didn't get the leash. But anyway, so we went there. We were we were really like in a zone, so to speak. As a matter of fact, he would put us in a hotel the night before the game. And but we played so hard in practice. Uh, we started going at it. We was playing for a keg of beer which offense who gets it at the end of practice. Right. And he had to stop the practice. Now, Joe Gibbs has never, ever stopped the practice in my career. As a matter of fact, I was talking to him about boy Reggie on the phone. Our practices were harder than the game. Game yeah. was show was The games were soft. Eminem, you Our heard us now? The second got, guy said the same thing. No, we had Ricky Irvin yeah. was on. And Ricky's no, everybody has said that. And I think it's important for our listeners to hear that. We don't make this stuff up. We're giving you real deal no. intel about what really went down. But you know what? They're not allowed. They don't practice. They don't. The game is different, man. You've seen it. You've been in training camp. It's different. So how do you still maintain that cohesion that you need to win the big one? That's a good question. I mean, you got to have some guys here that's done it. And, like, I I really don't understand how how they – Play games if you we won our games in practice. I'll say that, and like you just brought those great coaches up, um, Pettibone and and, and um, Joe, yeah. and how they put stuff together. Special team Wayne Sabir. I mean, seriously, we were so prepared. I've never seen. I, I may see like four, five, four, six plays, four, five, six plays in that game that I didn't see in practice. And if they ran the same play on us twice, it was it's going the other way. So today, you know, they don't hit as hard, you know, all that stuff and. I think your body has to go through that burning sands or whatever you want to call it. You know, you got to go through that physicality so your body can adjust. Yeah, you know, that's where you find that. out who, who can make yeah, who And all the old it. guys say that because you had to do it. You know what I mean? No, no, I'm <laughs> with, you, I'm with you. I wish we didn't have to do it. I, I, I don't, I'm not <laughs> bragging. I mean, I remember some of those practices you go, it, but that's all you knew. You know, you didn't have to worry about us hanging out after practice because everybody was exhausted. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they going home. Yeah, well, you going, yeah, going home? You going to sleep? Yeah, so that was that's where I, I was at. So, would you say it was uh, like the tempo of your practices, or the physicality, or a little bit of both? Man, we were live, dude. It was a quick whistle. Sometimes yeah. they used to call <laughs> it thud. We were going at it. They called it thud tempo yeah, with Joe's thing. Yeah. That thud was thug. Right. I always said, no, it's thug tempo. It's thug tempo, yeah. So i got to ask you before we let you go, Brother Vaughn, who do you like to win? Who wins Super Bowl? 
I'm telling you, Eagles will win. Okay. NFC East. NFC East. Okay, you're biased. Hey, man, appreciate your expertise, man. All the best to the family. All right, no problem. All right, you got it. That's Clarence Vaughn, two-time Super Bowl champion. And, um, I mean, you get the real funk here. Burgundy and gold today. You hear it from the people who did it, not the people who want to do it, but the people who did it. And they're telling you, the practice is insane. I mean, it will fight. I mean, that the level, just to, just trying to, so you convey what it takes, what people did, and what you're under. Did you guys do hitting drills like, you know, Oklahoma's sideline drills, or was it more no, like no, 11 pra- on 11? 11 on 11. We did live goal line during the week in regular season. Five plays live. I'm absolutely at a loss as to how you can take a professional team into a game and not have had some level of violence every week, just as a pinch. I'm not saying 40-play script, but I think, to me, there's two different games. The difference between practice and the game is called adrenaline. You don't practice with adrenaline. So were you kind of prepared for that? Like, what were your practices like at UCLA? I played for another lunatic, Dick Vermeil, just like Joe. Ferocious, inside drill, live, scrimmage. Rose Bowl week, we scrimmage live. He got mad. We tried to boycott going to practice because it was too hard, blah, 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 blah. He came in screaming how loud. We scrimmaged. Goal line, live, week of the, of the Rose Bowl. So I'm not bragging. All I'm telling you, I would have liked to have not done any of it. But what I'm telling you is that we're going through some changes in the evolution of football, in my opinion. Just like we're going through this thing with the NIL and all this pain. We're trying something that we don't necessarily know if it'll work. And it's going to take years to figure that out. But somebody came up with the notion that in the safety of players, they would back off or whatever. And it's a good idea for a good reason. I get it. But the results are terrible. In terms of level of game, quality of game. Now, had they done it for safety, I would applaud them. They did it for revenue. They want the games to be – they want more scoring. Because all the little surveys they do – tells them that the American public wants scoring. The TV people that pay these enormous TV rights, they want scoring. So they manipulate the game so they can make more money. No different than the dope boys do when they cut the drug to make it extend. Same thing. You know, get off your perch. You ain't holier than thou. you just as criminal as the criminals. And they hide behind it. But I'm just telling you straight up. Why on earth would you not allow? Look at all the injuries that go on now. It's ridiculous. Same thing. These powder puff training camps, taking the game out. But they added a regular season game. Just look at the bye weeks. Thursday night football to me is criminal. To me, it's criminal. But they do it. Because they don't have to go through that. You come out of an NFL game on a Sunday, your body's shot Monday. You're in recovery. You got a game Thursday? You're not ready to even have a practice until Wednesday. And then you got a game the next day. 
There's no way you can justify this. If there's somebody out there listening this of the NFL hierarchy, I dare you to call here and, and shut me down. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't, you coward. That's why you won't call, and I get it. Quick break, we come back. But the rest of us, let's play ball. 301-230-0980 is the number. Right here on Team 980, always live on the free Odyssey app. Like we- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, we do with this time. I go for mine. I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Super Bowl Wednesday. Big game coming up this weekend, and Mikey Mike is, oh, boy, he's got a lot of, that will be on the line. And uh, I can hardly, well, I look forward to Monday. Mondays is always, you can always tell the winners from the losers on Monday when they come to work because they're dragging and uh, they're not happy because they've lost a ton of moolah. And that uh, that happens. It is the um, let's see. We got uh, Thursday night football. Oh, yeah, Rob Anthony says he agrees. Thursday night football is a human tragedy. Then we wonder why the quality of those football games is so poor. It's not a not enough time to recover, and that is true. But we're not going to we're not going to stop. You know, it's um, we're not going to quit. You going to quit? You know, um, I'm not. Justin from Richmond says that I'm out here preaching pure gospel. We have to accept to enjoy the NFL. One must be willing to accept a game that's nothing like anyone over 35 recalls, and they won't call. You know that, and they've been on one thing or another just waiting it out. Anger will pass. No, I'm not mad. Hey, man, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just as guilty as anybody. I, I didn't stop talking. I mean, it's crazy. Don't forget, man, Brother Schwab going to join us. The funny thing about the Super Bowl and the one consistent thing about the Super Bowl are the ads spots and the things that we get into and uh it's become just as big as the game um 
H. Lopez on Twitter says, Doc, the only person who's experienced complete darkness is Blue's wife. Wow. I got I know a Blue, but the Blue I know is not married. You know a Blue? Okay, so he got to... You got to give us a little bit more detail, detail on that. And everybody keeps referring to solitary confinement with Big Tony. Um, and, of course, G from the shop. See, I knew it, I, I, but this was a layup for me. If ain't no party favors allowed, uh, G from the shop ain't going. Yeah. I'm really surprised since we have the most intelligent listening audience from 12 to 3 in the country, that not one person has responded yet from a positive standpoint about this darkness thing. I literally thought it was a joke. Then I thought, A-A-A-A-Ron don't joke. It may sound like he's jo- he's serious. You know, his off seasons, and I'm not saying it's weird. I like the fact that the guy has a little exploratory genes in his cell. I mean, what would you do, Eminem, if you were rich and single and you have an offseason? What, what are some of the things you think you'd do? A lot of trips. Right. I'd be traveling a lot. Exactly. A little out of the country, a little in the exactly. country, playing golf. Well, that's what he does. He's rich and he's single. So, I mean, it's not that strange. I get, don't hate just because he don't have any, responsib- any responsibility. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to expand my horizons because I don't know anybody that's done this. I've never heard of it before. But there's a ton of things I've never heard of. That doesn't mean it's right. So do you think he's doing it for, like, spiritual enlightenment? Or do you think he's doing it because he genuinely doesn't know if he wants to play football anymore or what team? Do you think he's doing it for the sake of football and where he's going to take his career? Or do you Yeah, think he's I think it- part of him, he's lonely. He doesn't have a crew. Number one, there's no group. If this dude got married, he have to buy. He have to get ex teammates to make act like they like him. I don't think. I think he's a loner. I don't think he has a posse as a dude, and that to me is miserable. You got to at least have two dudes that you consider your brothers. He. I don't think he has any. So he goes out to try to find these things, and, and he's trying to get in touch with, quote, himself, it could be very difficult for him. I'm not I'm not trying to be funny. I mean, but look at the, the, the quarterbacks that have played there. First of all, you think Bill's mafia treats the guys like they're vanilla ice cream? Be a Packer quarterback. Talking about a cult following. The Packers? Dude. I mean, they've had – Two quarterbacks in the last, like, three and a half decades. I'm, that's what I'm getting to. And look what it's done to it. You think Brett Favre is normal? Dude's a nut. And a lot, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that probably being in that position to be in the Green Bay Packer quarterback is so demanding or so much pressure that, you know, you, you, you bust a blood vessel. Something happened. This ain't normal, man. It ain't normal. Not for two dudes. If And I'm not saying what you hear about Brett's true. I don't know that. I do know it looks bad, sounds bad, because the dude, once again, he's rich. 
you know, it'd be different if the dude was broke. You know what I mean? The dude is rich. And they seem miserable. Like Brett could never kind of get it together, jump from team. It just something seems abnormal. He don't seem like he had a posse either. Think about it. Who you see hang out with Brett Favre? Nobody. Nobody. I'm just saying. You know, check it out. The pressure, everybody wants to be something until they find out what goes along with it. You know, it may not be as fun as you think it is. Because these dudes, man, they act like it's crazy. I mean, it really, really is. And we wouldn't even get the response that we I'm getting right now if it weren't for if it weren't for Twitter. Because people don't have the guts to even call and talk about it. I finally we found something that they're they're afraid to deal with. T Parker on Twitter. The way we practice today in all facets of our young children's lives makes us a weak country in our phase. Other countries are paying attention. Woo. Woo. Took that another level. Took it to another level. Woo. Man, T. Hey, man, I ain't mad at you, and I appreciate you. Most people don't have the courage to even express themselves, and you don't even know who they are. You know, I'm just saying, let's just keep this real. You know, I love to have at least, I know you can't get a whole show that's BS-free, but at least have a BS-free hour that we ought to be able to get to, like, true confessions. Just lay it out there and see what you're saying. Because these things don't make sense to me. I think it's kind of normal, but we don't want to, we don't discuss it. So, okay, cool. LeBron, I know, I'll make it easy for you. Just got too heavy for you. I get it. I get it. So I'm going to back off. And let's leave A-A-A-Ron alone because it scared the hell out of some of you. So let's do LeBron. And um, how much of it, if any, did you watch last night, Eminem? I watched the entire game. Boy, you a freak. I'm telling you what. It was a little late, though. I mean. Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was, I cut it off. After I cut it off because I was pouting. See, because all I cared about was that they win the game. We need to win the game. They're going to mess around and not even make the play in. And I'm going, how embarrassing is that going to be? And the pathetic effort that, you know, I said I wasn't going to do this. I said I'm going to keep the spirit of Super Bowl week. But Anthony Davis's effort. I go, dude. Ain't you supposed to be a superstar? The dude looked pedestrian. Uh, yeah, Bron Bron's out here balling as all. He Bron's doing what he do. And I, I like Pat Bev, man. Pat Bev, see, that's what I that's I could run with Pat Bev. Now he's crazy. And he's a little extreme, just a little bit. But at least I know where he stands. And then I'm looking at Oklahoma City knocking down trays like they layups. And all I could think about was the Wizards. Because everything I do, all my intentions are somewhere rerouted to how in the hell can we fix the Wizards? And why don't we look like that? Now, they had to lose. Oklahoma City had you got to go down before you come back up. Man, they got some ball. They're long. They're athletic. And they shoot the lights out. The Lakers, 
It, it, it can't shoot. One thing that was just frustrating me last night, and I saw it on like multiple different occasions, and I know you don't see it all the time in the NBA regular season, but none of these guys follow their shots. Like they'll just shoot and oh, then no, just backpedal yeah. to half court. It's like yeah. the amount of second chance points you could get if you just followed your shot. Like Especially right when you miss them as often as the Lakers do. Yeah. Oklahoma, the Thunder, they knocking down, they knocking down nets. And then I'm watching the Terps. And I'm pulling for the Terps. As always, because I know Sheehan, my dear friend, I know that he's lost the next day. When they lose, I know it kills him. And he's up at 4 a.m. So I know he's paying, it's a sacrifice for him. And but the way the Terps play defense, I loved it. Dude, I was screaming. You can't get the ball in on inbound ball. That's not a normal play. This they're building something. I hope Terp Nation is patient enough to let it develop. Cause they got a canine approach to defense. See, I judge all my coaches by, I don't give a damn, shooting. All of them can do that. If they can't do them and you pick them, that's on you. But what separates the winners from the losers is who going to do like the old Duke boy used to do. They pat that flow and say, bring it. You got to D people up. You got to stop people. And I'll tell you what, the Spartans had, been, I think, a two-game losing streak. And you know Izzo's Izzo. And they got it's a hard place to play. And the boys, they were down. And then they dig a hole. I think it was like 15 to nothing before they decided to, to play. And they, they made it up. And, they, they was, and the way they play is hard. It's, it's, it's a frenzy. I love the effort. Terp Nation, hang in there with them. Because y'all quit on people. Quit hanging with them. Because the way they coming at it, yeah, man, they got me. I love that. I love the fact that you appreciate that you got to get stops in order to have a chance. And they did that. Now, if they could shoot, they were terrible outside the arc. It looked like me out there shooting. They were that bad. But I see hope. I'm, if this is your first year, see, because I watch people. I specialize in winning. That's all I care about. And the foundation is year one. I'm looking at the grid being established. See, and I love my coaches being knotted up. The Izzo disappointed me last night. I don't dig the, don't do the locker room look and the Dick Sporting good look. And that ain't me. It's a privilege to be on the sideline, to be a head coach, Division One, top twenty-five universe. No, 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 that 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 don't play. If I was the AD, there's no way. You would address this like you going to a cookout. That ain't happening. No, there's some order to this. So yeah, I'm 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 in the bag for them that way. I, I just think that your foundation is that defensively, it all starts there. My biggest disappointments, and yeah, you know, Georgetown, it ain't working right now. It's not working on defensive end either. You got to stop people. If you, even if you can't shoot. Then make all your efforts in stopping yielding uh, the opponent, taking away what somebody wants to do well. It never changes. When I don't see you being great defensively and you can't score either, how are you going to win? How on earth are you going to win? I watched some good hoops last night. I'm telling you, man. I'm watching Texas A&M. 
You see that? Dude. It, it, it was some nice things going on. So, But it's about winning. So I threw up. After LeBron Braun makes his shot, I go, okay. To his credit, he said it's winning time. He recognized that, okay, they're going to shut the game down and give the NBA credit. It was almost like they had the Oscars. <laughs> they put on the Oscars in like 10 minutes. Did you see after halftime, uh, there was mic'd up. LeBron went over to his two kids. Yeah. And he was like. I got this. Yeah, he was like, he was like, should I get it? He's like doing the math. He's like eight points each quarter. He's like, all right, I'll get it. Yeah, you got, I got this. No, I was just. And, and I stayed with it like a sucker. I bit into it. But all I cared about, we need to win the game. So you're going to mess around and not even be in the play-in. And then an AD. Somebody, please, you hoopsters, tell me what happened to Anthony Davis. I didn't recognize him. It's like somebody stole his body. I didn't see the dude bust a grape. In a game of that na- nature, not a big crowd, that's LA. They, they, they do that a lot. But that was special last night because they were engaged all the way through. Got the captain there. Magic's there. Come on, man. Yeah, another thing, I was looking at tickets uh... – what was it last night before the game? And tickets for the Thunder game were like maybe basically two hundred to be in the arena to sit in the nosebleeds, and uh, tickets for the Bucks game when they play the Bucks on TNT tomorrow night were like six hundred, seven hundred bucks. So I don't know. I think a lot of people thought he was going to break it, um, you know, tomorrow. But that was just a, a little little thing that I that I stumbled across that I thought was kind of kind of funny. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy, man. It's um. Got another Twitter's on fire. Kyle Thomas says, and I quote, I'd like to definitely do it. We're talking about the AAA Ron going on the dark side. I definitely like to do it because it would allow you to find the enter you. Technology today runs us, and I'd love to leave it behind. I'd love to run so much so I can get away from everything. Mm-hmm. That's real talk. Yeah, that's real talk. You still haven't explained to me about the bathroom thing. If it's, if it's you haven't figured that out yet. Um, and then Justice comes back. Justin comes back again from Richmond, saying, "I always try to fit everything into one tweet. My bad. The NFL will wait out of anger. I feel uh, because they know we will eventually tune in." I'm a hypocrite on the NFL, and I know that comes from childhood-loving hell, HTTR glory days, and gambling profits I enjoy. I do it. I do it. But he's honest about it. Look, wagering, although I grew up and it was illegal, so I'm, I'm adjusting. But, dude, that's it, especially for the non-championship city teams that are 500 or below. It gives you life. That's why Leonces was genius to put it right there inside the make it easy. Give them a reason to come because you definitely ain't gonna be in it when it matters most. Quick break. Don't forget, we're gonna get you top of the hour and talk a little bit about these commercials. And there's nobody better at doing that than David Schwab.
Oh, Snoop. Snoop was doing the NFL, and so he was in Vegas. Got to be one of the reasons he was not prominent at the Grammys. That was the only thing I was looking for. No Snoop, doggy dog. Especially when Dr. Dre got his award and they decided it would become a a regular feature. I thought that was um, in. Talking a lot about Aaron Rodgers and um, Will Markley. <laughs> I agree with you. Um, you know, it's like he's he's trying to get attention. And it has been the last couple of years, Will. I, I agree with you. The Favre drama, but there's got to be something tied tied to it with uh, the Green Bay quarterback who really gets treated. I think the only per- team that gives this quarterback as much attention is Dallas. You know, and Tony, I mean, as much as we kid, and look, we do, we do kid a lot. But on a serious tip, for a team that's never in the big game, they're discussed more than it's just unbelievable. You can't go a day on watch a show that they're not talking about. Are they going to renew? Are they going to redo? Who cares? I hope they keep everything intact. I'm the kind, I'm the guy that says re-sign him, give him a lifetime deal, as long as you keep Fred Flintstone in there. And now he's calling plays, and then they go out and get Schottenheimer, and I go, okay. What is Coach Schottenheimer's claim to fame? I'm asking because I don't know. Okay, you don't know either, right? Yeah, so, but the best example of what I try to make very clear to this audience every time I'm on a hot microphone, if the worst coach in the league got fired before the season even ended and was one of the first guys to be rehired, and they're putting him now in charge of an offense. What more do you need to know? His parents can't even explain that. Seriously. You lie for your kids. They can't even explain it. Yeah, that's sideways. How does it happen? How does that happen? Well, it happens all the time. And it's called, you know, it's the wink, wink. Hey, man. And, and one thing I appreciate about their solidarity, the fact that they keep it in-house. And um, they make sure no kid fails. Nobody's going to be broke that's ever served and gotten a pension in the NFL. That ain't going to happen. Unless your kid has committed a felony, if he's done anything less than a felony, I got a job for him. They take care of their own. If they had half that compassion for former players – there'd be a lot less broke players that would go on in the NFL because they would have a way to make a living doing something that they enjoy. And unlike some of these handouts, they actually would have earned it because they played through it and could actually help those behind them get good at it. But again, I know, I know it's not going to happen. So I I just got to keep trying to, Got to keep trying to get it done. I guess I'm inspired today because Ronnie Rivers, for those of you that may not have heard about it, the young rookie running back that you didn't never heard of with the L.A. Rams, he won $514,000 in jackpot playing three-card poker at Caesars. Now, do you think um, – does that get taxed at all? 
or do you just walk out with a pocket full of cash? You'd have to ask a gambler uh, that. I I don't I don't uh, know, and I would be ignorant to say that. Oh no, you just then somebody might check me to see if I want anything. I assume that the government has a way of finding out everything you do, especially when it comes to these casinos, and that's a place of business. He didn't do it at, at, the, at the liquor store. He did it in Vegas. I would assume that a cash payment of that, that Uncle Sam would have a way of finding out. Now, that's just what I'm saying. I'm speaking out of tune. But here's the beautiful thing about what we do here. Somebody call in. Somebody tap it in. Help help a brother out. And, um, you know, and give me, give me some latitude on it. That's all I can say. Because um, what do you think? I think it definitely gets taxed. If I had, I mean, if I had to imagine, I would say most likely. But I don't know what the threshold is. Like if 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 they tax over a certain number, if it's like over like you know 100k, 50k, because I know that I mean there's there's high rollers that go in there and just put you know 200k on a hand or like 500k on a bet. Yeah, yeah. You you think that? I think that too, but I don't know. I don't know that to be true. You know what I'm saying? I, that's what I'm, I'm trying to figure out, and that's why we got to lean on our audience to try to uh, to help us with that because I do not know that. That would be um, that would be interesting. Now I just looked this up online. It said uh, gambling winnings over five thousand dollars are subject to uh, tax, being taxed. Oh, over five thousand. Seems that seems kind of low though. I don't know. Uh, I think that if Kevin Sheehan, if you, text me or do whatever, because I know he, he's the only guy I know that would know off the top of his head. I don't uh, that I don't know, but that is interesting. Now you got me, you got me intrigued. Now let me ask you, Doc. Um, okay. If your rookie year, if you won five hundred k playing poker in Vegas, what would you spend it on in the off season? With this brain or the brain I had back in 1977? The brain you had in 77. Something stupid. I'd have probably went out and got the most depreciable item. The one that you know you drive the average car off a lot and lose it like 30% of it. I'd have done the dumbest thing that you can do. Hopefully I would have been surrounded around. I knew my boy, God rest his soul, Dick Vaughn, was uh, in my life that I'd like to think that I would have, um, you know, got real estate. Because the the one thing that you can do is, um, you know, is buy real estate and make yourself some money the old-fashioned way by the dirt. Yeah, so that's what I would say. But I don't know. Let's reach out and see. um, We got, uh, let's go to Manassas. Manassas, good old. What's your favorite breakfast spot, Manassas? Hey, how's it going, Doc? What's how's up, everything going in our great show? Also, man. on the gambling, mm-hmm. anything over $1,200, you pay tax on. Anything over $1,200? Yep. Hmm. You, you get that, Eminem? Is that through, like, uh, 
casino games, or is that also like if you win over twelve hundred on like FanDuel or DraftKings? If you on the slots, or if you at the tables, or anything on one hit, um, usually here that's for slot machines and stuff. But if you on the tables, it could be higher. Wow. Wow. Okay, you well, guys. I have didn't a know good that. Day. It's good. Appreciate that. This is on demand. You seek, and somebody comes up to smarter than you and lets you know. I did not know that. I did not know that. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, twelve hundred. So is it a, is it an honor system though? <laughs> That's what I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, you didn't ask me, but I don't know what I would get. I mean, I, I guess I would try to be smart and, like, you know, invest some sort of it. But there's also a part of me that's like, you know, want to get a car, get some new clothes. Well, you sitting there, forget, you're not in this brain. You're in your brain X amount of years ago. But I'm about the same age that you would have been at yeah, that's know, true. 77. Okay. I don't okay. know. I mean, yeah, maybe I would try to invest a little bit. But then I would also be looking like, hey, like – I like some bets this weekend, so you know maybe reinvest some of that money into FanDuel. Well, I, you know there was a gentleman that was on um, um, with Methurst today in the Rooster, and he's um, working out of FAN and a former ad- addicted gambler who's hosting shows and doing sound rules. I got sharp, but they always I love the disclaimers. I'm a disclaimer guy. I start I can cry tears listening to the disclaimers. Here's something that's supposed to help you, right? Then it tells you the things that could go wrong, the side effects. And it's just, I, I'm laughing so hard I'm in tears. Because some of this stuff, you know, you could experience extreme diarrhea, vomiting. I mean, all these things that it might, that could happen to you. And I just, I'm in tears. And it's a laundry list of things that could go wrong. And I go, are you serious? And yeah, and they're telling you all that. Imagine if they didn't tell you. So I don't know what we do, but it's a good question. I'd rather experience it, have a chance to, and blow it than to not have one. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. So we'll see. Here's one of the questions we can ask David Schwab as he joins us. Because the Super Bowl, I mean, he's a guy, he may know. He may have some of the answers to this. All right? Let's take a break. We'll stay with us. Appreciate the knowledge that you help us out with. Talking Super Bowl commercials and ads, revenue, everything, right here on Burgundy and Gold today. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.